0: Welcome to Empower With Ash. Hello and welcome back to Empower With Ash. Um, Today I really want to talk about managing frustration at work. Uh, We all get frustrated, like we get triggered. Some things just get under our skin um, especially in the workplace and we have to try and remain professional, have a little meltdown and try shoot anyone there. So I thought I'd share with you five of my tips to how I manage frustration in the workplace. So number one for me is really understand the root cause to your frustration. Like what is it that's just made your blood boil or triggered you? Really understand what it was. Was it what was it in that email that just wanted you to just punch screen or flip out? Like or what is it that makes you not want to go to work because you're so frustrated with the people, the process? Um what is it? Like really understand what is it because once you identify what it is, then you can manage it and you can address it and control it a little bit better. Um, Especially with women, Um, there is a certain period um, in the month that things will just trigger us more than the previous weeks. Um, And it's being mindful of that as well. Um, Sorry for all the men that are listening, but it's it's true. It's when we are on our periods or close to it, I can tell you right now, everything pisses me off. Like people breathing near me sometimes piss me off. And it's about understanding that and going, you know what? I'm getting really cranky because of all my hormones are at the moment. It's not this actual individual or what they've said or how they said it. It's me just having to cool down, calm down and go, you know what? Okay, I'm a little bit more emotional, a little bit more sensitive right now. Let me just back off and take a little step back. But also... If it's not that, why did that trigger you? Like, why did it make you upset? And for me, I go back to um, the six human needs, which Tony Robbins really talks about in all of his books. Is really understanding what made me um, that feel painful or make me feel frustration uh, frustrated as well. And I really try to understand which one of those six human needs has been impacted. Is it because I'm not feeling uh, significant? Is it feeling? Is it that I'm not feeling connected with that kind of person? Um, am I feeling uncertain? Am I feel like I'm not growing? Like sometimes they connect with those six human needs, and I really take a step back to understand what's causing that pain towards them. Um, my second tip is. Step back and don't react. Sometimes if we get like a stupid email and we've all been there and we've read it and we're like, Are you serious? Like, let me at the like let me go. Um, stop. Take that step back and ask yourself, especially in emails, if I was a CEO, what would I say in this email? Or if I knew that my CEO was going to read this email, how should I present myself? Um, it's really being mindful that you know, especially in emails, many people become keyboard warriors and they get out all their little emotions and their frustration. It's sent, and then that is sent. Like you can't take that back. And it's a very, I guess, immature thing to do. Is get angry or frustrated, frustrated or emotional in an email never respond in anger or frustration in a bloody email i'll tell you that right now because it just makes you look stupid that you did not professionally handle yourself you did not step back calm down and actually respond with facts and logic um not all of this um, emotion that not might not necessarily because of what was in the email at work, but you might be bringing stuff from your personal life into that as well. Um, that's just adding fuel to the fire. So I always ask myself, if I am triggered or I'm just like, what the hell is this person saying or doing? I ask myself, if I was the CEO of the company, how would I respond? Or if they were going to be watching or reading this email, how would I respond? It's a really double check on yourself to go "Mm, okay we need to lead by example number one if I was a person of that um position or number two I need to present myself in a way that the higher executives above me would respect how I've responded to that situation as well because it shows my maturity as well but also Really look at things from a third party. I know sometimes when we are the ones involved in a situation at work and it's, um, we might be feeling personally attacked or personally, emotionally, mentally, um, you know, involved in this like that's our blood, sweat, and tears with a project or process, you know, whatever that is. Um, we are invested in that. So sometimes our emotions are really connected to that and we become passionate and we do tend to forget that we should step back as a third party, look at it and go, okay, if this was someone else's situation right now, how would I give them advice? And, you know, we should all, you know, take that into account. When Our friends and that come to us for advice on relationships or work, or career, or just personal struggles, we're like experts. We're like, yeah, girl, I got this. Like here are all my, this is all my advice. Like i become like this wise old man. I'm like, oh, here, here you go. But then sometimes we don't take our own bloody advice in situations. So it's going, okay, if this is my best friend or a work colleague or my, you know, one of my employees right now coming to me for this situation. How would I want them to respond? Always think about that. Number three is letting it go. And what I mean by that is asking yourself, by me getting really um, emotional back or me responding in a passive-aggressive way, all of that, does it add value? Like me getting upset right now or me getting frustrated at this situation or this person, Does it truly add value to me, my life, my career, my goals and everything right now? But then also understanding, you know, and asking yourself this question, will this situation that's come up matter in 12 months' time? Like take a step back, like a big step and go, okay, is this a now problem is this a you know, six months down the line problem? Is this a 12 months down the line problem? And if it's something that's not for the next sort of 12 months, do you really need to jump in on the bandwagon, get really frustrated, get angry, get emotional at the situation? No. I always ask myself like that to go, you know what, does this email matter right now and will it matter in 12 months' time? Hmm, no. Okay, step back. Um, And I also remember that I'm in control. I am in control of me and my behaviors and how I respond. So whatever has happened at work with a person or a situation, the only thing that you control is you. How do you want to come across in this situation? Do you want to be the, the bigger person? Do you want to be respected? Do you want to have this credible background? Do you want to come in with facts and logic? You know, how can you control your behaviors in that? And number one is by not responding as a keyboard warrior to an email or just unleashing your ravel of you know, fire in a meeting when someone is really, you know, hurting you or making you feel upset or really frustrated. It's just taking that step back to go, you know what, okay, I'm feeling angry right now. I'm feeling really frustrated. You know, let me go you know, sleep on it. That's my number one rule is go sleep on it and let me come back a little bit better the next day. Um, especially in, you know, in situations where it's an email and you have to respond, my rule is 24 hours. If this person or situation has really peeved me off, I will not respond straight away. I will sleep on it, Ashley channel will calm down and then I'll come back to it with logics and facts. I will never respond to an email when I am frustrated and angry and if I'm really that angry at the situation, I'll wait a couple of days. Like I will wait a couple of days then respond because You know, I can't take that back. If I say something that I shouldn't have said in that state of mind, you know, that's my credibility, that's my reputation, and I didn't show control in that situation. Um, Number four for me is you need to accept responsibility. So, and what I mean by that is, you know, take responsibility for you. Just like I was talking about your control, take control for you and your, You know, your mind, your words, your actions, your behaviors, everything like that, you know, and a situation will happen and look at it and go, okay, where, you know, where could I have improved a little bit better? You know, is there any way in this situation that I'm responsible for something? Because I know sometimes we want to go back and push back on the other person and go, no, it's freaking you, rah, 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 rah. I get that. And sometimes it is the other person. But really, I like to step back and go, okay, this is the situation. Where's my partner? Where can I take responsibility um, for this as well moving forward? And it might not necessarily be everything, but it's okay. Was it a communication gap? Um, Could I have done something a little bit better to help this person or this situation. Like I always like to put myself in there and go, okay, where do I need to take responsibility? And number two, realize that I'm in control of me and I need to take responsibility for my next steps and my actions. My fifth one is what is the positive in the situation? Like what is that lesson you have learned? I always look at anything with that light. There will be a lesson learned in every situation and with every person that you have encountered with. And the the lesson learned may be, oh gosh, like when you think about leadership, there will be leaders that you learn from, as in, I would love to be that kind of leader. I love their attributes. I love their qualities. I love how they just hold themselves and present themselves. But also you will learn, things that you don't want in a leader. You will have leaders in your life and go, oh gosh, I do not want to be that kind of person. I do not want to come across that way. No way. That is still a positive learning because you're learning what kinds of leader that you don't want to be, but you're also looking at the kind of leader that you do want to be. Like every person in every situation will have that. There'll be a good positive learning and there'll be a learning of... Mm, well, at least I like this, that I don't want to be like that or be seen like that in any way. So I always look at any situation like that. Even with, you know, my domestic violence, bringing it into that situation, there were a lot of lessons learned in that completely from a good thing and a bad perspective. Like, good thing is how I have become the person I am today and I've used that situation as fire in my belly, my mindset, my you know, my personal growth and development, Like that stuff is just huge from that shitty situation and there was a lot of shitty bits and pieces with that, with the abuse and that kind of person, that narcissist that really played with my mind, like yes, that was a shitty situation but the positive from that is look at the person that I am today. So look at every situation in your workplace that you're being frustrated with. What's the lesson learned? Positive and the lesson learned in, oh, I don't want to act like that or be like that as well. So those are my five tips with really trying to manage your frustration. This is what I do. There are lots of, you know, there's lots of blogs and, you know, articles out there on advice on how to manage it. But this is just personally how I manage my frustration. Number one, I truly understand what the root causes. What is it that has triggered me from a six human needs perspective and also taking into account, you know, my hormones as well. I think women, we really need to be mindful of that. And I also say, you know, be mindful of all the other drama or frustrations or emotional things going on in your life, you know, personal, professional, be aware of that. Really understand what's triggered you and why. With that, then you take a step and go, you know what? Remind yourself if I was a CEO, how would I act in this situation? Or if the CEO was involved in this situation or reading this email, how do I need to come across? You know, also, you know, step back and look at things from a third party perspective. You give great advice to family and friends when they come to you. What advice would you give them if this was their situation that they needed to handle? Number three is letting it go. And what I've said in that is asking yourself, does this add value to your life, to your goals, to this whole situation? Does it add value with how you react to it? Or um, does it impact your goals in any way or your projects? Whatever it is that you're working on. Asking yourself, you know, Will this matter in 12 months' time? Really understand that, and if it won't impact you in 12 months' time, you're yeah, learning to let things go as well. Number four is around accepting responsibility. You know, every situation or interaction or things that blow up, I really ask myself, how can I take my responsibility or how can I insert myself into this process? accept responsibility for my part to play Own up to it and really make those improvements as well and then number five is looking at things from a positive like what were your lessons learned you know what's the positives out of it and what's the things that you're like oh gosh I never want to be like that person or act like that or come across like that or get myself into that situation again like what do I need to learn from it to not go down that path again um, and also, I guess a little bonus tip is when it comes to emails, like never respond in anger or frustration or anything like that, sleep on it. Like definitely sleep on it before you respond. I think that's important because you can't take it back, especially in those sort of situations. So those are five tips that I do to manage my frustration or really identify it and really pull it apart um, from a mindset perspective as well. So I hope these tips have helped you. Um, They have certainly helped me in everyday life from a personal lens and from a professional lens. But this was more aimed at your workplace. Understand what it is. Step back. Let it go. Accept responsibility. And what is the positive lesson learned from these situations? So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope this has helped you. And if it has, Please share this podcast on your social media with friends and families or work colleagues and remember to stay empowered because empowered people empower others. And in a time like this with a virus going around, we really need that. We need to connect and we need to empower ourselves and others around us. So, So thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you guys soon.